The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Some of your texts coming in uh, this afternoon. And, and this one was interesting. And I responded back to this one. Uh, it said, uh, I'm with Sheila on this one. I get seething mad listening to people on Ched and in Edmonton in general. Crap on Toronto. It's highly offensive. Mm. I never once in 35 years living in Toronto ever heard someone crap on Edmonton. I've lived in several large cities in Canada, and this is the only one I've ever lived in where people think it's acceptable to crap all over someone's home. And I responded back, well, first off, when I lived in Ontario, and I lived there for a very long time, I heard Edmonton called Edmonton over Mm -hmm. and over and over again. Well, why would you want to go there? Why would you go there? I heard people in Northern Ontario crapping all over Southern Ontario and Toronto. And the other thing I said to her, I said, I appreciate your comments, but I also don't think that the people in Toronto really give two hoots about Edmonton. (laughs) Generally, they they don't don't think about they don't. Uh, And it's funny. um, And why would you? Right. Exactly. I, I got thinking, and by the way, I got this uh, email from uh, Jenny. Sorry, Sheila, I'm going to disagree with you. I grew up in Vancouver Island, and in capital letters, everyone in my community made fun of Albertans. And I don't think any Albertans lost any sleep no. over it. I used to make fun of Alberta, now I'm privileged to live here. When I first started in comedy and, and was, had the privilege to tour coast to coast, mm-hmm. when I got you know good enough to do that, every time I went to Ontario... I would be told, if I was any good, I would live in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Um, The agents would say, if you want your career to go anywhere, you have to be in Toronto. I mean, I just heard it constantly that that's, you know, the center of the universe. That's where everything happens. Um, But again, I don't judge an entire province or the population of based on certain conversations Mm -hmm. that I've had. But you do get general impressions about places, right? Um, I mean, people in Saskatchewan are well aware of the fact that everyone laughs at how flat their province is, for example. People in Newfoundland, you can't tell me oh, they're not you aware. In, you live in Regina. Oh, did you lose a bet? Right, exactly. I loved Regina. Uh, Newfoundlanders, uh, for the most part, embrace Newfie mm-hmm. jokes. Uh, you know, there's a stereotypical Newfoundlander that apparently isn't very bright, and yet they're the friendliest people you'll mm-hmm. ever meet in your life, right? It, it's just one of those things... Uh, you know, while I will say that I don't judge an entire population by a single interaction with a single person, I'm also not going to turn a blind eye to the fact and say, well, no people from BC have ever made fun of Alberta. Like, come on, we make fun of each other all the time. It's actually quite Canadian to make fun of each other. Edmontonians make fun of Calgarians of all the time, and of they do course. the same. Yeah, and then we both make fun of Red Deer. I mean, it's yeah. just... <laughs> <laughs> and we find happy is. ground in Sylvan Lake. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this All that said, love your show. Really appreciate what you guys do in your perspective, perspective. And you know what? There you go. So you know what? That's We can have conversations sure. like, this is my impression of a place that I've been to. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, Chedville, you have traveled and you've been to a place... And, and you would say, okay, this is my impression of this place. Yeah. This is my impression of the Dominican Republic. This is my impression of San Diego. This is my impression of Oklahoma Falls. Right. Right? You, you're allowed to have that impression and share that impression. Sure. And you know what? Both are equally true. There's two sides to that pancake because you love New Orleans. You love the people there. You love the ambiance oh, there. They love it. You love everything about New Orleans. Well, there's murders in New Orleans. I mean, there's oh, crime yeah. in New Orleans. Oh, you know what I mean? it's very high crime rate. Right. Exactly. So... But your impression of the city is a very positive one, even though it has its negatives. Vancouver is a city in which my wife desperately wants to live. She 
loves really? yeah love love loves it um she loves the coast she loves the having You're the ocean gonna right there you need to do more comedy I, uh, <laughs> exactly i mean that i i think yeah. aside from the jobs and and responsibilities i have here the fact and that the cost I, of living right the fact that what i pay in a mortgage would get me a one-bedroom apartment yeah. in vancouver is also you know, yeah. one of the encumbrances to me moving. But that's it. And, and you love Vegas. I do. I don't like Vegas. Right. I've been once. Eh, no, if I never go back, yeah. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. But that's what makes the world go round. But yeah, there is a line when it comes to being incredibly offensive and being terribly mean. We weren't being mean. No. We were stating no. our opinions. Just t- telling a story about an experience I had. I, I do find, by the way, Torontonians, and I lived in Toronto as well. Um, <laughs> Don't I apologize for offending one person in BC. Your opinion is your opinion. I enjoyed the segment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you did. Uh, what I do find about most Torontonians that I know, and you can imagine that a lot of comedians are based in Toronto, so I have a lot of friends out there. They kind of embrace that criticism. Mm-hmm. When we talk about um, Toronto being, uh, you know, the the center of the universe, they laugh about that, just as Newfoundlanders laugh about Newfie mm-hmm. jokes. And, and, you know, I said to you off air, but I actually heard it from a Torontonian. I asked a friend of mine in Toronto if he was aware of what was going on in Alberta during the last election. You know, geez, 43 yeah. years with the PC government. And he went, Alberta. And this is a good friend of mine. He goes, Alberta, that's not on the Bloor or Young subway line, is it? <laughs> and I went, no. And he goes, then I don't care. The Alberta Crossing, <laughs> huh? Exactly. Um, Lance texted in, or sent an email in, and says, hey, Jay Lynn and all you guys at Chad, my name is Lance. I'm an Edmontonian who moved out to the Vancouver area 16 years ago for a career move. It's a regretful move, but with many positives, as I met my wife here, who grew up in Fernie. Uh, I could not agree with you both more on the rude behavior of most locals here. If they don't know you, they won't care to know you or be your friends. They continuously slam my home city on radio stations and in any conversation, a.k.a. Dedmonton, the Coilers, mm-hmm. etc. It's jealousy. This is a beautiful place to visit, but not live in my wife agrees once we can retire we're out of here the culture here is more american than canadian the irony is this group claims to be anti-american also ask a local if they grew up here or if their parents did nope as most are from the interior bc or out of province most are snobs some are beautiful people the only time all people were great here was during the olympics but you still had to lock your doors (laughs) thanks and love the show do you know it's interesting? I used to do, as I think you know, I used to do a keynote presentation on customer service years ago. Mm-hmm. Did it for years. Uh, don't do it anymore. It just became uh, a lot of work to write for each specific organization. You'd be get, getting very angry. <laughs> I would. I would. I'd get wrapped up in, what, in my message. But one of the messages, and this relates to a text we just received. One of my, the way I used to start the uh, keynote presentation on customer service is I would ask the group, and let's say you have 200, 300 people from a particular company in a room, mm-hmm. and I would say, let's start with a little uh, game, a little exercise. If you have made a phone call, if you've placed a phone call to a service provider, um, I'm talking internet, telephone, um, fa- your, fa- your home phone, your fax, whatever. If you've placed a call uh, to a customer service rep with any organization, whether it be Bell, Shaw, Rogers, don't care, um, put up your hand. And, you know, you, usually 99% of the hands go up in the air. And then I say, okay, now... If you can tell me the name of the individual you talk to at that company, leave your hand in the air. Mm. And all the hands would drop. So if they had a bad experience with Rogers or Bell or Shaw or Telus, they don't remember that it was Roy they talked to. They say they had a bad experience with Telus or they had a bad experience with Shaw because that one individual has the absolutely massive responsibility of representing an entire corporation, right? And you have to know that when you're on the front line like that. And this texture says, people in 
the hospitality industry should realize um, they are the ambassador to the city. So if they ask in an uncaring manner, or at the very least don't offer a warm and friendly atmosphere, uh, that is what out-of-town people will think of the Mm -hmm. city. And that's exactly where this conversation started. Bad experiences with servers in restaurants who seem to think it was an inconvenience that we were there, and it sort of leaves an impression that the town is not very friendly. And so who would have thought when you took that job um, bussing tables and with the hopes of being a full-time waitress or waiter, that job is actually being an ambassador for the city of Vancouver. Mm -hmm. And you left a bad impression with me. And, and that's that, just a fact. And that can happen in any place. It can be in your workplace, yes. um, in a radio station, a TV station. Yep. Maybe you're working at uh, the mall. Maybe you're Epcor, whatever it is. doesn't matter. No, and that's why I've always said, and I said it one time on this show, and we actually got some pushback because I think I didn't say it right. So I'm going to try it again. I think the most important person in any organization, if not the most, but at least the second or third most important, is the receptionist. Mm. Because that's the face of the company. When you walk into that building or you phone that company, that's who you're going to talk to first, and that person should be compensated accordingly. Because if they're good, they will represent your company in such a positive light that you will they will completely change the experience of the customer. But if they're incompetent or rude or just not efficient, that's how that individual will see mm-hmm. your entire corporation. Without a doubt. I agree with you on that. I agree with you. I think that that front line, that immediate first impression is huge. doesn't matter, yep. again, where you are or what you're doing. And if that person knows the person, maybe you're talking about, oh, I don't know what you're saying. I don't mm-hmm. know who it is. But if they know who works here, where their office is, if right. they're out, all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, eh? It's oh. a, a topic we didn't really intend to spend this amount of time on, but it's an interesting one for sure. What about Moose Jaw, someone says? Um, I like Moose Jaw. Moose Jaw's another one of those. I, I often refer to North Battleford as a tough little town. Moose Jaw's a tough little town, too, but I really like the diversity of Moose Jaw because, of course, the snowbirds are based out of uh-huh. Moose Jaw, so there's a military presence uh-huh. there. Um, it's a hard-working, it's a blue-collar town. Used to go to it every six months to do comedy at uh, Watts on Main, which, by the way, I, for years, did not know why they called it Watts on Main. And actually, still to this day, and don't know like, why well, they, what's yeah. on Main? What's on Main? A comedy I, club's on Main. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Well, does it have a does it have a tunnel underneath going over to the spa? Um, it does have uh, tunnels, which is weird too, because apparently Al Capone uh, put tunnels over under the entire city, right? Yeah. Well, that's what Gord wrote his yeah. book about. I went on a tour of that. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't find Al Capone's remains, by the way. Mm, no. So me and Geraldo have that. I was going to say he's still looking for it somewhere. <laughs> Big C played uh, in front of Buckingham Palace today by the Royal Canadian Artillery Band, based right here at the Edmonton Garrison. And they, of course, are the same band we uh, talked about yesterday. They played Hockey Night in Canada. Yes, to warm up. <laughs> to warm up. Uh, to warm up and honor the first Canadian female infantry officer in charge of... The Queen's Guard. The Queen's Guard. Yes. There you go. Almost. Uh, and Alan Doyle, the lead singer of Great Big Sea, which is mm. no longer completely together. It's like, um, like Alan Doyle and now. the Gypsy somethings. Yeah. Um, but going to be at K Days. 
No way. K-Days, Alan Doyle has been on the show before mm. when his book came out, and uh, he's just a character. Is he? He's just hilarious. I must have been on one of my many vacations. I think, actually, it was before we were um, ah. in a relationship. Ah, I think it was in that uh, that time. I think we call it as uh, no man's land. Uh, it's complicated. <laughs> I, think. <laughs> I think we had it on our very, Facebook. I think that's exactly what it was. It's complicated. <laughs> very Canadian. Uh, of course, uh, this weekend is uh, Canada Day coming up. Um, 150. 150 years. Sesquicentennial. Yeah, happy birthday to all of you, uh, even those of you in Vancouver. And listen. In Toronto. And tr- well, yeah, all right. Um, I, I spent a lot of time growing up near Toronto, so... Yeah, I went to school in Toronto for a couple of years. Anyway, let's move along. Um, here's something uh, quite Canadian as well, while we're talking about Canada's 150th. This happening in Saskatoon. Uh, you know those good folks at uh, KFC? Uh-huh. Uh, the chicken folks? They've uh, changed their signage and the name of their franchise in Saskatoon, which, by the way, was the first Canadian location. It was opened in 1955. They've changed it for the summer, so not forever. Uh, But it now says, instead of KFC, it says (laughs) K-A-F-C. K apostrophe E H A. Yeah, K E F C. K. To honor uh, Canadians, and it, uh, while they're not changing the signage permanently, and they're not changing the signage anywhere else but Saskatoon, they will be changing buckets uh, from coast to coast to have that same K E H. FC. Also, I think Eileen was telling me today that Boston Pizza is changing Boston Pizza to Canada Pizza. I think that's what she told me today. Is that a fact? Uh, just for yeah. the anniversary. Huh. Are you are you are you celebrating the one fiftieth? Are you ex- are are you uh. are you doing anything? Do you do anything for Canada Day besides put a red T-shirt on and maybe go watch the fireworks? Well, I do go watch the fireworks. Uh, no, I don't really do anything for uh, Canada Day. Proud Canadian, but I don't really know. Mm-hmm. It's a day off. That's very Canadian. Yeah, well, Canada Day this year is on the Saturday, That's so we right. get the we get the Monday off. All sorts of parties and different things planned. The biggest one in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of snuck up on me a little bit. I can't be the only one. I knew this year was 150, but it wasn't until yesterday that you said, "Oh, we've got." Of all sorts of stuff that we can... Yeah, that I thought, oh, that's this weekend. That is this weekend. Yeah, we plan to go to the fireworks. And then summer's almost over. (laughs) What? No, don't say that. Why would you say that? Oh, I was just thinking about it. You know, when you start... I'm offended that you said that. Well, when you start planning this, we start thinking about it. Yeah. So it's Canada Day this weekend. The kid comes home from Tokyo for three weeks. By the time he leaves, we'll go on holiday, come back. You go on holidays. Now, middle of August, you come back. I go on holidays in September. (laughs) Yeah, it's a yo-yo around here. And it's just, it just, time is flying. And does that happen as you get older? I, that's an interesting question because I find that I, my, when I was in my late teens and early 20s, my whole life was ahead of me. I mean, thinking about 30, that was such a distant, destination so far into the future and it seemed like you know when you're in university that a a whole year of university Mm. was forever right i find now that i'm always working towards my next fun thing and it's never very far away uh you know i came back from vegas i'm thinking about going off to new orleans and uh when i come home from that i'll be thinking about going to vegas again and um then there'll be the listener trip and this and that i find that um I, you know, I, I just sort of bear down and work until I get to the next really fun thing. I, uh, does that even make sense? I just, yeah, I don't, it, time flies mm-hmm. so fast. And 
you know, your parents told you that, and now you're the parent, mm-hmm. and you realize it. Yeah. What well, Coach said today, he said, you know, the oldest one is going to be 27 in September. Yeah. It's like, really? He was just a kid when I met him. I know. There, and, and that there, wasn't that long ago. Yeah. And there's certain times where it really, you really <sighs> see it. Like your daughter. When you look in the mirror? <laughs> yeah, there for sure. I try to avoid that a lot. Uh, but when your daughter uh, starts to tell you uh, how tough parenting is, for example. Those are one of those moments you're like, really? Because I used to change your diaper. <laughs> and I had to do it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it is sort of funny that way. We're going to the fireworks because George is coming up. Oh, George, her boyfriend. George the Calgarian. Uh, yep, Maddie's boyfriend for, what, a year now or something? Not really sure. Six months or so? No, Seven I think months? it's been a year. I could be wrong on that. I don't really keep track of these things. She's gone every other weekend down to Calgary mm-hmm. uh, to see him, and he comes up uh, twice. This will be the second time. <laughs> Doesn't like sleeping on the couch. That's why. Well, it's an awkward situation because I don't ask a lot of questions about what the accommodations are down in Calgary because I really don't want to know. Uh, but I am fully aware of what the accommodations are up in Edmonton, and I oversee those accommodations. So I think I'm, this is not as an attractive a destination for George. That uh, is is another one of those things that you end up having to deal with as a, as a parent yeah. and you know, your rules and, and what your expectations are. Mm-hmm. I can remember going home um, out of college. I was living with a fellow. And even though that we'd been living together for a year, had our own apartment, when I went to my mother's house, <laughs> yeah. we were not allowed to share the same room. Yeah. I think, it, Mom, we live together. I know. It's tough, I don't care. Though. This is my house. You're right. not sleeping in the same room. Her house, her rules. That's, That's right. And I was like, okay. See, isn't that funny, though? Because you now I've had that same experience, of course, when... I was dating girls or mm-hmm. whatever in university. I'd come home and with them, and uh, same same situation. But here I am now, the parent, and I'm taking the same stand my parents <laughs> took. Even though back then, I remember thinking, "Well, it's going to be different when I'm a parent." But it just—I don't even know what my problem with it is. It just—I'm uncomfortable with it. So I don't even know why I'm uncomfortable Ooh, with it. If you're just uncomfortable with it, then it's you know. Yeah. They're not uh, long-term. There's no ring on the finger. They're not living together. Right. There's nothing like that. He hasn't presented me with, uh, you know, what do they call it, a dowry? Or I mean, there's no... He's only been up here twice. Right. Like, if he brings a goat or something, you know what I mean? Like, just <laughs> offer something to the father. Uh, but and I, I quite like the guy, too. It's not, it's not a thing about him. I like him a lot. Actually, I, I wish he'd come up more often. He's fun to hang out with and talk to. I would just prefer he slept on the couch downstairs. <laughs> Is that such a big deal? <laughs> no, Am I being unreasonable? I, I don't think you're being unreasonable. <laughs> or or if we're going to share beds, let's just uh, reassign things. George and I. <laughs> you know what I mean? George can come into the master bedroom with me. I'll put uh, Carolyn with Maddie. Hunter's good to go. Or George can sleep with Hunter or on the floor or whatever. Like, there's a lot of ways to work this out. It doesn't have to be the way you want. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.